<laughs> greetings, greetings, praise God. Greetings from the Feast of Tabernacles here in Oregon. I'm happy to be here with you. I'm Again, I'm Dr. Brenda Robinson from Florida, and happy to be celebrating Feast of Tabernacles with Tour to the Tribes. I'm continuing my talks concerning Yahuwah's kingdom preparation. Um, as we have said, Yahuwah is faithful and trustworthy. His words are true, and he has been preparing his kingdom and is preparing his kingdom for us, and it's been happening since before the foundations of the world. So this is part three, and today I'm going to look more at what is stated in the New Testament scriptures, just in terms of how many times the kingdom is mentioned. Uh, again, I'm not trying to reveal any uh, new truths. I'm not trying to explain any hidden understanding, and I'm not trying to set any time. I'm just to remind us, I'm just, that is my goal, is to just to remind us that it is about the kingdom, that it was about the kingdom before Yahushua came to the earth. It was about the kingdom when he was here with us, and it is about the kingdom now, and it will be about the kingdom in the future. And we are um, preachers of that message, and we are representatives of Yahuwah's kingdom here on earth. While we anticipate entry into the physical real kingdom that is coming when Yahuwah will be make dwelling with us. So may Yahuwah bless us all with knowledge, understanding, truth, and wisdom, and of course love, because um, as it mentions in Corinthians, if we don't have love, then it doesn't really matter everything else that we think we have. Um, without love, it's not what worth very much in relation to Yahuwah. Let us praise Yahuwah for his love, goodness, and kingdom preparations. As I've yeah. said, he is, hallelujah, he is faithful and trustworthy. And his plans are long range. They are for Israel and all the families of the earth. That's what he was telling um, Abraham, even before Abraham had a child, that through Abraham's seed, all the families of the earth would be blessed. So Yahuwah loves his creation. He loves us. And he is gracious and he is patient and he is allowing human history to unfold. But as scripture says, he will not withhold his anger always. And that at, at his appointed times, he is going to intervene to bring about his kingdom on this earth. Yahuwah has provided salvation through Yahushua. We have all experienced that. Others are experiencing that and more brethren will be walked into the family as time progresses. So we are thankful to Yahuwah for that. So first, I'm going to start just looking at some of the scriptures in the book of Matthew and how many times Yahushua spoke about the kingdom. We find it written, Matthew 2, 1, that Yahushua, when Yahushua was born in Bethlehem of Judea, they had wise men coming from the east, right? And they were asking King Herod, where is he that is born king of the Jews? So Yahushua was born to be a king. And these travelers came to worship him. They said they'd seen a star in the east. Now, um, Herod con consulted with um, his priests and scribes as to where it may be that the Messiah would be born. And they came back and said, um, it was written 
thou Bethlehem in the land of Judea, this is Matthew chapter 2, verses 6, uh, art not the least among the princes of Judah. And out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. So they were quoting from the book of Micah, Micah um, chapter 5, verse 2. That is what was being quoted. And this was written over 700 years before the birth of Yahushua. So again, this just confirms that Yahuwah is a long-range planner, right? So 700 years before his birth, it was prophesied that he would be born in Bethlehem. It is recorded in Matthew chapter 3 that John the Baptist was preaching that um, people needed to repent for the kingdom of heaven was at hand. And it is reported and recorded for us to read in Matthew chapter 3, verses 3, that he was speaking of what the prophet Isaiah had written. And he says um, that he was the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare you the way of Yahuwah, make his path straight, or Yahusha, Yahuwah. Um, Isaiah, again, was written according to the sources that I've consulted, you know, it's probably impossible for us to know exactly when all the books were written, but it was estimated between 700 and 681 BC. So again, this is over 700 years before this prophecy is being fulfilled through John. Matthew 4.23 tells us that Yahushua went into all of Galilee and he was teaching in the synagogues and he was preaching the gospel of the kingdom. We, we know what is recorded for us to know that he was teaching and preaching, but it is described as being the gospel of the kingdom. And he was healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And it is recorded for us that, you know, as he went through and healed, great multitudes followed him. So the message that he was giving was a message of hope. It was a message of healing. It was a message of times that would be good ahead. Um, I will say that I mentioned to you that there was one uh, preacher, Christian preacher, Miles Monroe, right? Who wrote all these books in, in terms of the kingdom. Uh, and I don't remember the name of the book, but I mentioned it to you. But I, I was listening to part of what Miles was saying on a YouTube uh, preaching. And Miles was saying something that I thought is something that we can think about. Miles is saying that, you know, he, he was from the Bahamas and he's saying that the Bahamas has a very good tourist industry that a lot of people come to the Bahamas. And he was saying that when the Bahamas are um, trying to advertise for tourism, they're not talking about the leader of the Bahamas, right? They're talking about the destination of the Bahamas and all the amenities that the people are going to have. And that may, and he said, maybe the reason why the message of uh, Christianity might not be going you know, the gospel, you know, related to just the person of Yahushua being uh, impaled for our sins and his blood and resurrection. Maybe that might not be as appealing because we're not telling them about the ultimate destination of the kingdom. And I don't know if, you know, that has any, any truth or not, but I, I thought about that, you know, maybe 
Maybe if people, this message that Yahushua was giving was a message of he was healing sicknesses and diseases and he was meeting the people's needs. And if he was talking about the kingdom, then maybe he was telling them that there's a time coming when the things that you see now on the earth, you know, whatever you're dealing with. And back then, of course, they didn't have as much advanced technology. They didn't have nuclear bombs and all the things that we have now that could destroy life. As it says that if he didn't intervene in the end, that maybe no flesh would be saved. But maybe that concept of the gospel of the kingdom and what you who is preparing for us will be the hope that people would respond more to possibly now of course we don't have the gospel of the kingdom without the message that Yahushua has come as our savior and has died for our sins and that we can have forgiveness through him so we can't separate that but maybe just to um end up with that's not all it's not just you know you're going to go to heaven and um at some point maybe but there is going to be a real kingdom a real real way of life that is going to be good and pleasant and yahuwah himself is going to be dwelling with us and as it says in revelations you know no more death and dying and uh, crying and pain and things and suffering of that nature so anyway so the sermon on the mount that we're all very familiar with Yahushua was preaching it, and he said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs. Blessed are the meek, shall they, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. So again, some healing for the needs and the conditions that the people found themselves in. Yahushua was notifying them that they would have this in the kingdom. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see Yah. Again, when he dwells with us and he will be providing the light, as scripture says, then we shall be with him and we shall be his children, as Yahushua was, was teaching. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of Yah. So we have a lot to look forward to. In Matthew 5, 12, it says, Rejoicing, Rejoice and be exceedingly, exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in, in heaven. For, And he speaks about it was for those people that he was talking to at that time and also for the prophets that came before them. Now, we all are aware that we should obey Yahuwah and follow his commands as we discussed. These are the laws of the kingdom, right? But as we mentioned, there are some who think that maybe some parts of what Yahuwah has instructed us to do, let's say, especially in those Ten Commandments, they don't need to do. But um, we read in Matthew 5, 19 and 20 what Yahushua said about that. He said in relation to those commandments, he said, whosoever therefore shall break one of the least commandments and shall teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom. Hallelujah. And he tells them that if their righteousness does not exceed the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees, then they wouldn't enter the kingdom. So again, the kingdom message is a message that Yahushua is speaking. 
the kingdom. Of course, we know the prayer that he taught his disciples to pray in which he said, thy kingdom come, thy will be done as it is in heaven. So each time we pray that prayer, um, and each time we pray a prayer uh, following maybe that format of what he taught us, because I, I don't think he was necessarily saying you have to use exactly these words each time, but what did he tell us? Each day we are to be what? Looking for the coming of Yahuwah's kingdom. And so that's something for us to be just thinking about and reminded of, that we are to be looking for the coming of Yahuwah's kingdom every day. Every day of our lives, that is what we are to be um, a part of our, our existence and our hope for the future. In Matthew 6, we're all familiar with that. He says, seek you first the kingdom of Yah and his righteousness and all things shall be added to you. So as we go about life, some people may feel, oh, maybe they don't have time for what would be the things of Yah. You know, sometimes we get wrapped up in our careers or some people do get wrapped up in their careers and they think they have to work so hard and they have to please the, the um, supervisor, the job. That's where that comes in, the working seven days a week, right? Working whatever it takes to do what the job requires or the boss requires. But Yahushua says first, seek his kingdom and you'll have all these things added and he will bless you. And there are but we can all look in our own lives and see how we've been blessed by trusting Yahuwah. And we take time away from everything else and we remember his Sabbath and we worship him and we come away from our jobs for the feast and things of that nature. And we are blessed even in our living when we go back. Uh, others may not um, understand that blessing, but I submit to all that if you do obey Yahuwah and you do seek first his kingdom and you do live his ways, he is faithful and he will bless you. Amen. He will bless you. He does say that who would enter the kingdom of heaven? He said those, Yahushua said those who would do the father's will. Those are the ones that would do it. That was in Matthew 7, 21. So we have in the gospels, much teaching by Yahushua in relation to the kingdom. He gave many parables in relation to the kingdom, saying what the kingdom was like and things of that nature. But, and I won't try to go into all of those parables because there's a lot, but the idea is from what Yahushua was preaching, for him, the kingdom was real, right? It was a real kingdom. It was a kingdom that we needed to prepare for, that we needed to seek, that we needed to um, pray for it to come. It was a real kingdom. Matthew 8 says, um, in, in relation, he was speaking to some, he was saying that many shall come from the east and the west and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. So um, just this, from, for, for many years, the belief in the different resurrections and the different people that would be resurrected at the different times was fueled by some of the, the things that Yahushua said about people who had lived at various times, different times, but all coming up again at the same time in terms of the resurrection. So he's saying many shall come and sit with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom. Was Abraham alive when Jacob was born? 
He says in Matthew 8, 12, the children of the kingdom, um, well, he's saying there should be weeping and gnashing of teeth for those who may not have right in, to enter the kingdom. Again, Matthew 9, 35 records that Yahushua went about the cities and the villages in which he was teaching in the synagogues and he was preaching the gospel of the kingdom healing every sickness and disease. So that is what he was doing. He was preaching about the gospel of the kingdom as he gave the people some of the kingdom on the earth at the time. He was healing their diseases and their sicknesses and meeting their needs. Matthew 26, uh, 29. Um, in Matthew 26, this is toward the end of Yahushua's life, and he's having his um, last meal with his disciples, and he's instituting the new symbols for Passover. And we all know that at the end of that meal, he told them after he instituted the, um, the wine to represent his blood, he told them that he wouldn't drink again from the, the wine until he was with them in the kingdom. So I'm going to read that. Matthew 26, 26 through 29, it says, and they were eating, Yahushua took bread and blessed it and break it and gave it to the disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and he gave thanks and he gave it to them saying, saying, drink uh, you all of it, drink all of it. For this is my blood of the New Testament, or New Covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink of it new with you in my Father's kingdom. So again, he is saying that the Father's kingdom is coming. Right? Now, um, as I said, um, the Father's kingdom, you, you may think of that as a, at the end when Yahushua turns the kingdom over to the Father, or you may think of it, um, the, the kingdom during the millennium or after. Whenever it will be, Yahushua is saying that in his Father's kingdom, he will drink this wine again with his disciples. So again, unless Yahushua is being false and he isn't, or and wasn't being false, that he was looking forward to the kingdom of his father being here. There are many other scriptures in Matthew in which it records that Yahushua was, was speaking about the kingdom. So we'll move on to, in the interest of time, because I do have to make sure that I finish on time today. Uh, we'll look at some of the scriptures in Mark. Again, this is Mark that's coming up. So again, we have, um, of course, the Gospels do parallel each other. So Mark chapter 1, 14 shows us that Yahushua came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom. He said the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of Yah is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. Now, again, some people, you know, um, try to make an ex distinction between the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of Yah. From what I looked at before, I was saying, if we agree that the kingdom of, 
um, Yah is his all world ruling kingdom that he is in now, then that is the kingdom. And eventually that kingdom will be coming to this earth and being bound with if there is a kingdom uh, on the earth that is referred to as the kingdom of heaven. It's all going to become one, right? Eventually, it's all going to become one. That's what we read in, in um, Revelations, that Yahuwah's new Jerusalem, new heavens and earth is coming here to us, and that Yahuwah will be dwelling with us. Amen. <clears throat> Matthew 9, he says, he said unto them, Verily I say unto you that there will be some of them that stand here which shall not taste death till they see the kingdom of Yah come in power. So what did he mean by that? What did he mean by that? I'm not going to try to tell you that I totally understand, but I do understand that he's saying that the kingdom of Yah would be coming in power will be coming and then he told some that if their eye offended them it would be better for them to pluck it out than for them to enter the kingdom um, with one eye than to have two eyes and enter into the fire so again there's this teaching of the kingdom he said suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not for such is the kingdom of Yah." So what does that mean? Does that mean that we need to be humble, humble servants of Yah, humble persons in order to enter Yah's kingdom? So what does that mean? That means that we might not be puffed up and think we know it all. We have to be teachable. We have to be willing to submit to the rulership and the authority of Yah and his ways. So... <clears throat> The kingdom is also preached, uh, of course, in Luke. Okay, it's recorded that he, he said uh, to some, Yahushua said to some, I must preach the gospel, the kingdom of, I must preach the kingdom of Yah to other cities also, for therefore I am sent. So that's probably in a case where they were trying to compel him to stay in one location, right? And he was saying, no, I must go on and I must preach the gospel, the kingdom of God. Of Yah to the other cities. It is recorded that he, um, in prayer, he lifted up his eyes on his disciples and said, "Blessed be ye poor, for yours is the kingdom of heaven." So this is similar to what the what was recorded in Matthew and often referred to as the Sermon of the Mount. So it's a, a repeat of this. He said to um, some when he was speaking about. John the Baptist, he said, among those that are born of women, there is, there are none, there is not one greater than the prophet John the Baptist, but he is to be the least in the kingdom of Yah. It's going to be greater than him. The least in the kingdom of Yah is going to be greater than him. So that redemption through Yahushua Messiah and when, when we enter the kingdom, well, we're greater than all men, even the great men of the earth. Now, um, when, when he was talking to his disciples, he said unto them, unto you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of Yah, but to others he was giving them parables that they might 
not see and they might not hear. And I believe in a previous uh, feast, we talked so much about how Yahuwah has enabled us to see and understand things that others haven't seen. He's opened our eyes and our ears. He's called us into his truth by his spirit. But he's speaking of the kingdom, the kingdom, the coming kingdom. He said someone was following him and he was telling them to um, follow after him. And they said they needed to go and bury their dead. And what did Yahushua say? Let the dead bury their dead. But go thou and preach the kingdom of Yah. So I don't think that means that we're not going to be concerned about our families and what's happening. But when it comes to priorities, right, our roles and our work as representatives of Yahuwah's kingdom is to come first. I believe that's what it's saying. <laughs> you can uh, interpret that for yourself. Pray and ask y'all for wisdom, knowledge, understanding. But it's just this idea that what we're saying is what? The kingdom as presented by Yahushua and the disciples following him is a kingdom that is coming, that is real, that we are representatives of now. It is something that we should not lose sight of. It is the gospel message that we are to be sharing with others. This is just what is repeated in the scriptures. And we may read over it and we may not think of it, but I'm saying let's not, you know, gloss over it when we see it. Let us be reminded on a daily basis as Yahushua prayed, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And that is what Whenever we're looking at what we're experiencing in life, whether we're reading the newspaper, we're looking at the Internet, we're seeing whatever the kings of the world are doing, whatever the governments are doing, whatever is happening, let us be reminded that Yahuwah is almighty and he is preparing his kingdom for this earth. And we are to be looking forward to and trusting in that kingdom and praying for the coming of that kingdom. And as representatives of that kingdom, we are to be doing our best to prepare to be with Yahushua in the kingdom, to rule and reign, as it says, as kings and priests with him. Amen. So that, that is what my purpose is in, in this series of talks. It's just to say, um, you know, let us be reminded who we are and why we are and what we are to be about. We are to be about the Father's business and the Father's business is about the kingdom, the preparations of the kingdom for us and for others. Again, in Luke, it is echoed that we are to seek the kingdom and have everything added to us. I think I've uh, covered those. He says here, nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. So he's talking about the earthly kingdoms, right? So that is going to happen and that's been happening. Um, there is something that I wanted to cover and I didn't cover with you. And I want to go back and cover that. That was from Matthew. 
I forgot to write those out. But I think it's important, um, and I was going to add it to these PowerPoints, and I didn't, but Matthew 24, right? So let's look at Matthew 24. Let's read through that list. And the reason that I want to read through that list, the reason that I want to read through that list is because I think that list kind of is repeated in terms of what's happening in Revelations. Matthew 24. I was planning to add that. I forgot to add that. So Matthew 24. So if you would turn in your scriptures to Matthew 24, let's read that together. I think this is important. Because even though in this, um, he was telling his disciples not to worry about when the end would be um, in terms of the exact timing, he did give them some indications as to what kinds of things would be happening before his coming. And I think we should read through these. So he was going about and the, and the disciples came to him and says, um, they said to him, he said to them, do you see all these things? This is Yahushua speaking to his disciples. Do you see all these things? Truly, I say to you, not one stone shall be left here upon another at all, which shall not be thrown down. They were looking at the temple, right? And this is why some people say that that wailing wall is not really where the temple site was, right? Because Yahushua prophesied that not one stone will be left upon a stone. So if, if that is the case, then that cannot be the location. That is what some say, right? Okay, so they, they, and he sat, and as he sat on the Mount of Olives, they came to him and saying, say, say to us, what shall be and what is the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And Yahushua answered and said unto them, take heed that no one leads you astray. But many shall come in my name saying, I am Messiah, and they shall lead many astray. So some say that that is talking about what? False religions, false preachers, false um, gospels that are being preached, and they're leading people astray. And you shall begin to hear of lightning, fightings, and reports of fightings. See, see that you are not troubled, for these have to take place, but the end is not yet. So that's what I was saying a little while ago, right? That no matter what we see the kings of the earth doing, we see wars here, we see wars there. We're not to be troubled because we are looking for the coming of Yahuwah's kingdom. And we know that he is in control and he's working it all out. So he says, for nation shall rise against nation and, and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be sacrifices of food, scarcities of food. So famines, right? And deadly diseases, what pestilences and earthquakes in places. And we've seen some of that. We've seen a lot of that in our life, right? Matter of fact, I looked and I was amazed at how many people they say have died in some of these earthquakes. In some cases, 300,000 plus people, many things. And I will say this, and maybe you're like me, and so maybe this is um, some uh, an encouragement for us. We are told to watch, right? So it is, it's easy for us to go about our day-to-day -day and get so wrapped up and maybe not be watching, but we should be watching because we don't want to be found uh, who are coming back and we're not ready because a lot of things that are prophesied, you can point to some things and say, well, maybe that 
Maybe that is a fulfillment of that. I'm not trying to set a time again, but I'm just saying, you know, some of uh, much of what has been prophesied is happening and has happened. And, it, and sometimes things have dual and double fulfillments and things of that nature, but we should be watching. We should be watching. We should be aware of what's going on in the world. It says, um, and all these things are the beginning of birth pains. Then they shall deliver you up in affliction and kill you, and you shall be hated by all nations for my name's sake. So down through history, some true followers of Yahuwah and Yahusha have been killed, right? Some have been, and some may yet be in the future. There are some who think that we're all going to be raptured away and nobody's going to suffer, but that doesn't necessarily um, follow what scriptures say. Some, you know, some may suffer and some may be protected, but the idea that no, no believers are going to be um, killed is not what Yahusha is saying here, right? And then many shall stumble. And many shall stumble, and they shall deliver up one another and shall hate one another. Hmm. So let us be aware. And many false prophets shall rise up and lead many astray. And because of, of the increase in lawlessness, the love of many shall become cold. But who, but he who shall have endured to the end shall be saved. And this gospel or good news of the kingdom shall be proclaimed in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end shall come. Okay? So let us be aware that Yahushua is prophesying that there will be kingdoms rising against kingdoms, wars and rumors of wars. There'll be false teachers and people leading people astray. There will be some that will be um, killed. There will be famines and pestilences and earthquakes and things of that. But he's saying what? We are to endure to the end and preach the gospel of the good news. That's what we're to be doing. So the gospel, Mark, Luke, John, they all echo that Yahushua was preaching about the coming kingdom. This is John 3, 3. Yahushua answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of Yah. Verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of Yah. Okay? So he's preaching this message, and it's recorded for us in all of the Gospels. In John, it's recorded that, um, I think this is when, when the um, leader was asking him about, you know, the, the accusers. And he was saying to them, he said, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from hence. So at that point, he was not yet impaled, right? He was not yet um, uh, risen. He had not yet made it possible for us to be redeemed and to be um, 
become, as Paul says, translated into the kingdom um, of his kingdom on the earth. And certainly Yah's kingdom had not come down from earth yet. So, but he was speaking. He didn't say, I don't have a kingdom. I'm not a king, right? I think he said for the purpose of being the king, he was born, right? That's what he, that's what his, his witness was. So, but he, he, he spoke of the kingdom. It's recorded in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all of the gospels that he spoke in the kingdom. Now in the book of Acts, what do we have? In the book of Acts, we're told that the, some of the, um, Apostles went about preaching about the kingdom. So I'm going to read here. I've written Acts uh, 1 3. Um, is speaking about Yahushua after his resurrection. It says, He showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of Yah. So this is after his resurrection. It says that he showed himself. And he went about speaking about the kingdom of God. In Acts 1 6, it says, um, They asked him, uh, saying, When are you going to restore the kingdom of Israel? And um, that is probably where we read where he says, Don't worry about it. The Father knows it's the Father's timing, right? right. But they, he didn't say it's not going to happen. He said, The Father knows when, right? Father knows when. So in Acts 8, and, and verse 12, we, we read about Philip. Philip was preaching things concerning the kingdom of Yah and the name of Yahushua Messiah. And they were baptizing men and women, right? So Philip was preaching about the kingdom of Yah. In Acts 14, 22, it's then echoed again. It says that the disciples were exhorting others to continue in the faith and that they must, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of Yah. So, so we're to exhort each other the same, right? That continue. Whatever Yah brings in your life, remember, as we looked at last time, Yah is a long-range planner. We may not know. We may not understand what he's doing. We might... That we may be going through trials and situations that are painful and difficult, but Yah might be using it for his purpose. He is using it for his purpose, right? He's using it for his purpose. He has a, a long-range plans. He wants to perfect us and make us um, ready to be in his kingdom. We have to learn his character, his ways. You, I, I don't have in here this list of the fruit of the spirit, right? But long suffering, right? Kindness and all that other stuff. It's part of that. So we're developing um, character through the things that Yah allows us to experience. So let's not, you know, get discouraged. Let's not do what Yahushua said some would do. Fall away, right? Acts 19.8. I think this is speaking about Paul. So late in the text, it's about Paul. He went in the synagogue and he spoke boldly for the space of three months, disputing and persuading things concerning the kingdom of Yah. Okay? So the disciples after Yahushua were talking about the kingdom. Acts 20, 25 said, um, it was, they were said, 
Um, I know that you all, among whom I've gone, um, preaching the kingdom of Yah, shall see my face no more. This is Paul. He's thinking about what? Maybe it's about time for Yah to tell him that his work on the earth is done. But he's, he's talking about the fact that he has been preaching to them about the kingdom. Right? So in Acts 28, 23, it says they appointed him a day and there came many to him into his lodging. This is to see Paul, to whom he expounded and testified of the kingdom of Yah, persuading them concerning Yahushua, both out of the law of Moses and out of the prophets from morning till evening. So Paul was speaking and explaining about the kingdom of Yah from morning to evening um, to those that came to visit him as he was being imprisoned, right? But um, again, going all the way back to the laws of Moses and the prophets. So all those scriptures, I didn't even read them all, but the scriptures that I was showing you that it has been you know, prophesied that Yahushua was born to be a king, that he would be a king, leading a kingdom. And this is what the apostles knew. This is what the prophets knew. This is what they were saying. So this is what we know. And this is a part of the gospel message that we are to be preaching and sharing with others. That Yahuwah loves us. That he is planning to come and dwell among us. And that his kingdom will be a kingdom that will rule all earth. And that everyone will be subject to him and his ways. So that, And that is something for us to look forward to. Because it's certainly going to be much better than anything that we're experiencing now. Yes? Yeah. Hallelujah. So again, it's recorded in Acts 28 that Paul was preaching the kingdom of Yah and teaching those which um, came to him concerning Yahushua Messiah, and he did it with all confidence, and no one was forbidding him to do it. In Romans, um, it, Paul, one of Paul's writings, he said, um, he tells them, for the kingdom of Yah is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4, he says, the kingdom of Yah is not in word, but in power. He tells them that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of Yah. He tells them that deceivers and fornicators and idolaters and vultures and everything else, the effeminate and accusers of themselves with man, uh, abusers of themselves with mankind, and drunkards and revilers and extortioners and others will not inherit the kingdom of Yah. This is echoed in the book of Revelations, right? When it tells you the similar things. So the, the, the scriptures are consistent. So what does that mean? You know, some of us may have been all of these things, but it means that Yah has to transform us. We have to become new creatures in Yah. We have to be taken from the a kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. We have to be forgiven for our sins and, um, you know, born anew in Yahushua. We have to be um, the continents, our minds and our ways and our characters have to be changed, right? So Yahuwah has provided a means for that. He knew that we were sinners when he sent Yahushua. He sent Yahushua because he loves us and he wants to redeem us. So, First Corinthians um, 
15, 24. In 1 Corinthians 15, 24, we're told about the resurrection of the dead, right? And he, he tells the people to um, don't be concerned that those that are alive are not going to perceive the ones that are dead, that they're at the sound of the, of the, the well, I always say at the sound of the trumpet. So I think it's in, in um, Corinthians and Thessalonians and Revelations. It seems like that at the sound of the trumpet, um, Yahushua comes, but and the dead is resurrected. Um, but anyway, it says here in 1 Corinthians 15, 24, then cometh the end, and he shall have delivered up the kingdom to Yah, even the Father, and when he shall have put down all rule and all authority and power, that's when he's going to then deliver the kingdom to the Father. So that's what, I, what I'm, I'm saying. And I was looking for that um, in Revelations, and maybe it's not stated exactly like that in Revelations. But I was looking for that. I thought it was there. And um, maybe I didn't finish my looking. But here it's certainly saying that Yahushua is going to come. And he is going to put down all the worldly kingdoms. He's going to reign as king. And then he's going to deliver this up to the father. And then the father is going to be king overall. Okay? And reigning forever and dwelling with us. He tells them that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom. So we are going to be transformed. In Galatians, um, um, again, he's writing, he says, I tell you before, as I have told you in times past, that they which do such things, he's speaking of some of the, you know, drunkenness and murders and envying and things of that nature, they're not going to inherit the kingdom. But again, we have to be transformed. Who loves us. Now, again, we've already read um, in my first presentation the fact that we've been delivered from the power of darkness and have been translated into the kingdom of his dear son. So that's in Colossians 1.13. So what, what, is, what am I saying? I'm saying that Yahushua certainly preached the kingdom message, and he certainly was pointing people to the fact that Yah's kingdom was coming. And the disciples learned and heard that message. They internalized that message, and they preached that message. They wrote about that message. And that is the message that has been um, brought down to us today. That is the message that we, if we're going to obey Yahuwah and Yahusha, and we're going to preach the gospel of the kingdom, that's the message that we are to be sharing today, that Yahuwah loves us. He's preparing a kingdom that he's going to come and dwell with us. He's going to be our mighty one. and We're going to be his people. He's going to be with us. And there will be no more of the pain and suffering and all the evils that we've experienced and are experiencing and people are experiencing around the world. That he loves us and that's not what he wants for us. That that came about as a result of man's disobedience and decision to go their own way apart from him. That's what we're going to be telling people. That's what we're going to be seeking first, that kingdom and praying that that kingdom come, that yours will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. In Colossians 14, he, he, um, 4, 11, Paul talks about um, some that are his fellow workers unto the kingdom of Yah. Fellow workers. So that's what we are, fellow workers unto the kingdom of Yah. 1 Thessalonians 2.12, he says, walk worthy of Yah. Because 
we are the ones who he's called unto his kingdom and glory. So we are to walk worthy. Second Thessalonians, he says, um, and again, this is Paul writing, that we should be, again, counted worthy of the kingdom of God. So we're to develop character. We're to suffer as we need to suffer. We're to, um, you know, do those things that Yah calls us to do. We're to be those good examples in the good light. In 2 Timothy, he's writing to Timothy, and he's saying, And Yahuwah shall deliver me from every evil work and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Now, it's recorded as the Lord in the King James Version, right? And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. So, you know, is he saying Yahusha? Is he saying Yahuwah? Well, they are one, right? In, in, in purpose and agreement. You know, they, they both want us in that kingdom, right? They both are preparing that and doing what is necessary to get us there. That's why Yahushua came and willingly laid his life down for us so that we could be, what, in the kingdom with him. So it's recorded in Hebrews, it says, But unto the Son he saith, Thy throne, O Yah, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. Hebrews 12, 28 says, Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom cannot be moved. Let us have grace whereby we may serve Yah acceptably with reverence and, and, and um, godly fear. So, again, we are encouraged that we are to serve, be faithful servants, be diligent, not become disheartened or discouraged because of what we may experience on the earth, but we're looking forward to the kingdom and we are trusting Yahuwah that whatever we're experiencing, whatever we're going through, it is for the purpose of helping us be better prepared for service in his kingdom. James, even James, so it's like you've got Paul, We've got Peter, we've got John, we've got James. They're all speaking about the kingdom. So James 2, 5, it says, Hearken, my brethren, have not Yah chosen the poor of this world, rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom, which he hath promised to them that love him. Heirs of the kingdom. That's us and others like us. Second Peter 11 for so an interest shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our master and savior, Yahushua, Messiah. And then, of course, we read in Revelations where, where John says, um, he's speaking. He says, I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation. He's writing to those seven churches, right? And in the kingdom and patience of Yahushua, Messiah. He's telling them that he was in the Isle of Patmos and he was able to see into the kingdom. He says, and I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our almighty and the power of his Messiah. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down 
which accused them before our mighty one day and night. So Paul is telling them what he was able to see in the kingdom. And this is the New Testament scriptures that I'm looking at, but I'm going to save those for the book of Revelations for the last. That last um, talk will be just on the revelation, but I just want you to see that this kingdom message is the message that we are to be sharing. We are to go but throughout the earth and preach the gospel of the kingdom. And that is a part of what ne is necessary before the kingdom comes. He says, and then, you know, the kingdom will come, the end will come. So our service to Yah in terms of our living now as citizens of the kingdom is important. And our doing what Yahushua told his disciples to do about preaching the gospel of the kingdom is important. So Revelations eleven fifteen tells us that, you know, the kingdom is going to be forever. Um, now, again, uh, we have the seven, what, trumpets that the angels are sounding. So Revelations eleven fifteen says, and the seventh angel sounded, and there were great voices in heaven saying, the kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our master and of his Christ or his Messiah. So the kingdoms of Yah and his Messiah, and he shall reign forever and ever. So it is an eternal kingdom that we're seeking. It is an eternal kingdom that we're seeking. We're told that it is a real kingdom. Now, obviously, it's a real kingdom. As we said, um, centuries, centuries, um, Yahuwah has been working on this, right? Since before the foundations of the world, according to Yahusha. But we're told in the Revelation chapter 22 that, you know, these words are faithful and true. It's a real kingdom. Um, Paul, John was able to look in and see the throne of Elohim. He said he showed him a pure river, water life, clear as crystal proceeding out of the throne and, and everything that was there. So it's, it's a real kingdom that is going to be ruling forever. Going to be ruling forever. Matthew 25, 34 says, Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. So that's why I've been saying that the kingdom has been prepared or in the works since the foundation of the world. Because that's what Yahushua said. This is what Yahushua was saying to some. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. So Yahuwah is making kingdom preparations for us from the foundations of the world. And we can read um, more uh, places. In um, Jude, it talks about dominions, right? Us having dominion. It said, to the only wise, uh, Yah, our Savior, 
be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. So dominion is another way of saying reigning. Remember, um, Adam and Eve were given dominion. Um, I don't think I read the scripture, but Yahushua, um, and I don't, I, I guess I don't, maybe I skipped it and not reading every word for word, but we'll, we'll, or maybe I have it in the last section. I'm not sure. But Yahushua talks, it talks about the fact that because Yahushua was faithful and did what he did, and he was what? Obedient unto death. He was our savior. He was resurrected. And because of that, he was able to sit on the throne of the Father. And that through him, we also will be able to sit on the throne, but it just mentions the fact that Yahushua was obedient, that he gained dominion, and he was able to then sit on the throne of the Father as a result of that. So because he came and did the work faithfully that he was sent to do, he regained dominion and the right to sit on the throne. Um, conclusion. Conclusion is we are to be reminded and aware that Yahuwah is making kingdom preparations. And maybe he's finished them all, but they haven't come, come down yet because he says that it's been prepared before the foundation of the world. But everything that we're seeing in this world, Yahuwah is allowing to take place at this time. He's allowing it. He's all powerful. He's sitting down. He's looking low. He has a plan. He has timing. He's going to interact as he decides when he decides. And that's what we saw when we were looking at Genesis, right? We saw that we had Adam and Eve in the garden. He could have stepped in and stopped the serpent from beguiling Eve, right? But he didn't. He allowed it to happen. Then he came down and he, you know, took action. He gave them the curse and he sent them out of the garden. Then he allowed the humans to become as sinful as they became. And then when he decided it was time, he came down and intervened and sent the flood, right? Now, when they came out of the ark, he told them to go ahead and you know replenish the earth. Didn't tell them to have dominion again, but he told them to replenish the earth. And then he allowed humans to grow and build kingdoms and kings to rise and they had wars and whatever they wanted and needed. And he came down uh, before and confused the language at the Tower of Babel. And then um, he allowed things to go on further, right? And he intervened, he called Abraham, prophesied to Abraham before Abraham ever had a child that he would have you know, descendants that would be too great to be counted, you know, from the sand and the stars, and that through him, he would bless all the families of the earth. So Yahuwah is, he's working. He's doing what he's doing. He's in full control. Long before Abraham had a child, he told them that they, the descendants would be enslaved in Egypt and that he would bring them out. So he allowed Joseph to go to Egypt to preserve the Israelites through the famine. They were there. They, they went from being 
in people of honor as the family of Joseph, who was second in command in all of Egypt to being slaves, harshly worked, right? Yahuwah heard the cry and Yahuwah responded. And he sent Moses to bring the people out. He brought them to the mountain, entered the covenant with them, gave them his laws, made them a kingdom, an earthly kingdom. And still, what are we planning for? We're working toward the future kingdom on the earth that we all will be benefited in with him dwelling with us. So we're still in the works. We've got kingdoms that have risen up as Yahushua came and he gave himself for us. You know, they, they were suffering at that time. They were wars, right? We had Babylon and Persia and so on. And now we have had wars. In my lifetime, we've had wars, right? We've had major wars, World War One, World War Two, or maybe haven't had World War Three and this Saddam situation, which I, that hurt my heart. That was such a sinful situation there. But in any case, we have wars. We have the war in Ukraine with Russia. Yahuwah is sitting high, looking low. He's allowing it to happen. At his timing, he will intervene. That's what we should be aware of, that everything that is happening, Yahuwah sees. Nothing happens without his allowing it. We, we read that he, he, he puts up kings. He takes down kings. He does it at his will when he decides it's time. And that's what we're going to see in the book of Revelations. We're going to see that Yahuwah has allowed and is allowing and will allow things to happen. But at his timing, there will be the day of wrath, right? The wrath of Yahuwah. And he will come in and say, enough is enough. It's time for me to put it into this sinful stuff that you guys have been doing down here. And I'm going to establish my kingdom. So that is what I have been um, leading us to focus on. That we are right now, according to Paul, we've been translated what? from the power of darkness to the power of light, and we are representatives now translated into the kingdom of Yah's dear son, which is Yahusha. So we are the spiritual representatives of Yahusha on the earth, or the physical representatives of the spiritual kingdom uh, on earth um, in preparation for the physical kingdoms. Because we are still physical, and we're still in a physical kingdom. But spiritually, we have Yah's spirit in us, and that spirit transforms us and helps us to be uh, representatives of y'all on the planet, right? And again, I want to remind you that people should see the love of y'all in you. If we don't have the love of y'all, we have nothing. And if we don't love our brother who we see, we cannot love y'all who we do not see. So let us remember that we are people of love and we are God's people. So in conclusion... Yahuwah is preparing a kingdom that will rule over all eternity. This kingdom was prepared from the foundation of the world. The kingdom was prophesied before Yahushua came. The kingdom was preached by Yahushua. The kingdom was preached by Yahushua's faithful servants after his resurrection. That's what we saw in terms of Paul and Peter and John and all of those. The gospel message is a kingdom message. Yahuwah's eternal, all-encompassing kingdom will be a real kingdom. Redeemers, redeemed believers, are earthly representatives of Yahuwah and Yahushua's kingdom now. And that is 
us, we are those representatives. So in the next and last presentation, I will be continuing to talk to you about Yahuwah's kingdom and his preparations for it. And I will be looking at the book of Revelations and concluding. So praise Yahuwah. May Yahuwah bless us with knowledge, understanding, wisdom, love, peace, and joy. Let us praise Yahuwah for his love, his goodness, and his kingdom preparations for us and the families of the earth. Praise Yahuwah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.